Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this Wednesday, December 15th, year of our goddess Lilith 2021. Oh, hello, Lilith. It is right to give her thanks and praise because we're about to kick her ass out the door. <laughs> She because keeps fucking us, man. She is, um, had an ass full of Lilith. <laughs> I didn't care for the first guy much, and no. I don't care for this one well, either. The first guy did what he said he was going to do. She's moved? Yeah. Because of the, what, wine and slaughter? Yeah, he did that. He did slaughter. We knew what we were getting into with him. And I drank a lot of wine, that's for sure. <laughs> she sent us a fucking bullshit. Flavonoids! I drank a lot of wine with Lilith, too, quite frankly. So they both got that going for him. Oh, by the way, someone reached out to me and said that yeah. whiskey also has flavonoids. Really? Yes. Wow. So between the wine and the whiskey. So grain has flavonoids. Yes. The grain they make out, uh, whiskey out of has flavonoids in it. So you've been it. flavonoiding it up this whole time. Oh, I'm so rich with flavonoids. You're immortal at this point. They should use my blood for some sort of serum. And I'd probably... Uh, Super soldier serum. Super soldier serum. I'd create a bunch of <laughs> super drunks. Bunch of drunk army men. Super drunk soldiers. Success, success. We've done it. We've done it. Instead of carrying shields, we all carry bottle openers. Everybody's just taking in their flavonoids. Captain Drunky. <laughs> Speaking of superheroes, yes. Um, are you going to see uh, Spider Man yes. uh, this weekend? I have my tickets Thursday night. Oh my! God. After the live stream, you have to do. Uh, you have to do it the opening. Opening. Uh, I need the crowd. I need the energy. I, want the, I want the cheering. You don't need any of that. When Doc Ock shows up, I want to hear the cheering. Yeah, I do need that. What, why will it be l less exciting if you go two days later and watch Doc Ock? Because it's one show of the exciting up. things to do. But it's exciting for you to yes. see him show up. Right, with the crowd all cheering. What if they go boo? Well, then you then you we're not along. interested in this movie. This sucks. It's the, what it's, if they don't respond the way you need them? I don't to? need them to respond. I just want the uh, any response. If they all jeer at him, I'm fine. I'll jeer along with them. I just want the the the, the group. What is, their, what is their reaction to the film do for you and your reaction from it the film? It makes it better. Why? It just, just go two days later and you don't have to no. deal with the craziness and the crowds and all the nonsense. In, in Avengers Endgame, when Captain America caught Molnir, yeah, and the whole crowd cheered, right. I got goosebumps. I'm sure that happened I saw, in dozens and dozens of screenings. I saw it three days later in a mostly empty theater. It happened again. Still exciting, not nearly the reaction. But your reaction to that moment right. was... It's the group What reaction. matters. 
Oh my God, you're a sheep. You're just no, a, you just a need sh- to okay, go if you're along watching, with the cattle. If you're watching an Eagles football game and they score the winning touchdown, is it better to have other Eagles fans around you cheering with you or just you by yourself? Zero difference. Zero difference. Zero difference. To not to not to experience it with other people. Well, then why get Sunday ticket, Eddie? Why not go to a Washington? Because I don't live there. Washington football team bar somewhere in Southern California. Because I don't want to wake up at 10 a.m. and go Every to a bar. Every Sunday go there because that's what really matters. It's not about the game. It's about being surrounded by people no, who yell. No, it's about the game, but it's also about being around people who yell. It's well, about both. Then why don't you go to a Washington because football I don't, team bar? I don't like going to bars, and they lose more than they win, so that would not be fun. At it's, least I know I'm winning when I go to see Spider-Man. You lemming. I'm not a lemming. You're a lemming. I just enjoy the experience. Oh, my God. With people. Well, enjoy shooting your webs all over the crowds of people oh, who will be with their... I will have my web shooter in hand. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I hope they have those uh, infrared goggles out looking for people who are trying to bootleg the movie and they catch you stroking <laughs> your web shooter. Oh. Well, you enjoy that. I will. Thank you. Um, kids, hey, hmm? do you need a last-minute gift idea? Well, here's my recommendation. Why not give the gift of the Ralph Report? You can do that, you know. Uh, we have extended the timetable, so if you get your order in by December 18th, we will get it there uh, for Christmas. So if you know somebody who thinks they would enjoy the Ralph Report, go to theralphreport.com, go to the top of the page, click on Gift Me, and that'll tell you how you can give the gift of the Ralph Report. Also, this apparently is now a thing. It's been available forever, but I guess I don't, I'm not doing a very good job of letting people know that. What? But folks now are uh, signing up for, to buy phone calls with me. I I've, did, I've, I didn't I've done like three in the past two weeks. I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. You need to tell people that's a thing. I should do that. I'll send out a Patreon blast with all this information, but I just talked to Pam Myers yesterday, and she was lovely. And uh, she said, can we Zoom instead of talk on the phone? I was like, hell yeah. So we Zoomed. Like how long are the phone calls? About half an hour. So when you get to 30 minutes, you're like, if you'd like 30 more minutes, you need to deposit another 25 If seconds. you'd like to <laughs> keep talking to Ralph. I usually drop my pants around the 27-minute <laughs> mark. Yeah, they start just, fumbling for their credit card. Just keep things interesting. <laughs> so if you want to give that as a gift to a hardcore uh, Ralph Report fan, that's mm. an option too. And again, I'll send all this stuff out in a post. But it's, it's, a, it's fun. Sounds like it. A lot of fun. I talk to you every day for free. I know. It's a blast. You're getting a bargain. I get an hour. You should pay me. <laughs> I don't know how you work this racket. You get the benefit of, I'm so lucky. of me, and you get a little something-something for your troubles. Right? I'm so lucky. You're luckiest lucky. bastard I, I really know. am. Kids, we got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, it's the return of Steve Ashton, finally. Yay. He was gone all last week, and I was getting withdrawals. <laughs> So he's coming back with a brand new UK update in rare form today. I he's think. good when he saves it up for a little bit. Yeah, you know. He needs to recharge every once in a while. You need to uh, to conserve your uh, your essence before you express it <laughs> all over people, like Eddie's going to on Thursday oh, night. Be ready. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, it's a one-hit wonder Wednesday, of course. We got entertainment news. We got phone calls. So much show. You're going to say, well, that's better than watching a movie in a crowded movie theater no, with a it's bunch not. of smelly people not guarantee guarantee you that much (laughs) here today on the ralph report the ralph report if it can hang from its tail it's a monkey oh yeah don't even get me started on that (laughs) what i just don't listen to you what and that's my problem Mm. i have to start paying attention yesterday was monkey day on the show and eddie said (laughs) well if it hangs from its tail then it's a monkey that's how you know it's a monkey. generally it's not even i know i know that other things hang from tails 
It's not even generally though. What, right. How can you say? When you say something's hanging from a tail, most people go, oh, a monkey. You know, most people. Only new world monkeys have tails. Like Family Feud, that would be like number one. Old world monkeys don't even have I tails. I don't even know what an old world monkey is. It's like uh, Amish monkey. <laughs> They don't have a cell phone. What's yeah. an old world monkey? Yeah, it's an Amish They have monkey. no phones. Monkeys no that don't use electricity, don't use zippers. They put up their yeah. own barn. Do they old have... world monkeys hate new world monkeys because they got their tails? No, it's just exactly what you think. It's uh, Asia, Africa, you know, they're right. from the origin of the species right. versus monkeys that have, you know. Newer monkeys have evolved newer grow monkeys tails. have evolved to grow tails, yeah. But it's, it's but it's no way to judge to there's no barometer for you know, monkeydom. Other things, it's it's not even a thing. It's, it's a thing. There's so barrel many. of monkeys is solely based on monkeys hanging from yeah, tails. But those are plastic it's artificial still, monkeys. But that's what we teach children at the beginning. That's what, what a monkey. It's not does. a teaching tool. It's just a game. All games are teaching tools. Like Twister. Yes. You will find colored spots in your life on the floor, and you should always put your feet and your hands on them. Yes. No. Here's a list of other animals, by the way, that are very much not monkeys okay. that also have prehensile tails. I know a couple of these. And probably. can hang from stuff. Yes. Opossums. Opossums, Or yes. possums, depending on how you pronounce that. Anteaters. I didn't know that. There you go. Big ones? The big fat ones? Uh, I don't know. There's several different kinds of anteaters, but some of them have prehensile tails. They want to sneak tails. up on the ants. And they lower themselves down. <laughs> They're like Tom, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Mission Impossible anteaters. <laughs> kinkajous. Kinkajous. The kinkajous. No, those aren't perverted people who are who go to temple on Fridays <laughs> or the Saturdays. When do they go to temple? Saturdays? Saturday? The Saturday? Saturday? Yes, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. Sunday's anyway, old. they're Jesus. not kinky Jews. It's kinkajou. Kinkajou. Is the adorable little... Uh, Pikachu's cousin. Furry critter. Harvest mouse. The harvest mouse. Sounds like a Disney movie. The new world porcupines. Oh, what are these new world things? What's new world and old world? Por old worlds don't have the spikes? I don't know what their spikes look like. I just know what their tails look mm. like. Uh, the pangolins. Pangolins? Pangolins. Penguins? Pango not penguins, pangolins. They need to change that name. Seahorses. Well, the seahorses don't hang. Seahorses, the most not monkey thing you can find. It's and also it not hanging. It, it's in the water. It can grasp things. If it lets go, it floats away. <laughs> you need gravity to hang. What if it had a big lunch? Then it could fall. Then it, it might could, sit there for a second. It could sink to the bottom. It'll settle. It, ate, it won't fall. It'll settle. Ate a particularly large hoagie. <laughs> I'm just saying, none of what you say just, backs up. I'm just trying to keep you on your toes. Well, I fell down, but luckily the Garmi <laughs> apparently has prehensile tails, and they caught on to what was they going like on. They like to listen and write things down and yeah, then comment later. Very clever. So I got to start listening more carefully. That's what it comes down to. Fine. I got to catch you in the act mm. versus just letting you just <laughs> spew your disinformation. Look, I don't, I don't have anything to do on this show other than come in and just spew nonsense. Just be wrong. That's exactly. You're over there with a stack of facts and papers. I'm like, I come in here and just, I got to respond. Eddie is wrong. <laughs> Let me turn my attention now to people who I actually listen to. Mm. The members of the Garmy, we love it when you reach out to us. There's a bunch of ways you can do that, by the way. Send an email if you're so inclined. Ralph at theralphreport.com. Eddie or Steve also at theralphreport.com. Find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks like to do. Leave a voicemail message 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. It's called the Ralph Report Hotline. All you have to do is dial it up, one 833 Hi, Ralph. Then you can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. I listen to them all. Then I grab a handful that catch my attention, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. 
The telephone is ringing. The garbage on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yesterday, I exposed the scam that is the roasted chestnut. Yes. How it has wormed its way into our holiday traditions and has no business being there. Mm-hmm. It, it tastes like soil and mildew. <laughs> it's a bullshit nut, and it shouldn't get the honor of being associated with Christmas. Okay. Well, I didn't even realize how bad it was. Oh. Ralph, you and Eddie were talking about chestnuts and how awful they are, and they are. Um, you should see what they look like before they're unpeeled. Uh, the way that people ever figured out that these things were edible is beyond me. Uh, they have giant spikes to them, and they pierce through even the thickest garden gloves. Uh, they are absolutely awful, but if you really want to check out how much chestnuts shouldn't be eaten, just Google what they look like before they're peeled. LMB. I did that, so I looked them up. Yeah. They look like big brown sea urchins with these spikes that literally will pierce your skin. And you have to peel all that shit off. You got to peel all that off to get to the hard center, and then you got to roast that so you can get a mouthful of soil and mildew. It's the worst food ever. <laughs> it goes along with your pl- complaint about the pineapple. It yeah, doesn't want to be eaten. doesn't want to be eaten. The chestnut really doesn't fucking want to be eaten, nor some- should it. At least the pineapple, when you get into it, it's sweet and delicious. I guess. It, no, there's no guessing about I it. Guess. Pineapple's sweet and okay, delicious. It's sweet. I don't know if it's delicious, but it's sweet. But a chestnut is soily and mildewy. Yeah, you're not rewarded at all for your you get efforts. nothing. And somebody went back and said, yeah, give me more of that. Let's roast these up. It was like a great idea. Fucking chestnuts. Well, I guess you're so hungry after getting through all that. You're like, you'll eat anything. Fuck chestnuts. <laughs> Man has a weird history with food. Yeah, they that's do. how hungry we got that we had to start. That. We start digging into shit that's got spines on it and go, maybe. So I'll to find the center of that. Maybe I'll find something I can eat inside this. That's how hungry I am. We're so lucky. Uh, not all of us are lucky, though. Really? This gentleman absolutely not lucky what happened keith called in hi ralph keith moritz two-star general from uh crystal lake illinois um just calling to give you a big fuck you because up until about mm, two minutes ago i was blissfully unaware of the gwen stefani blake shelton christmas song and now thanks to you i can't say that anymore so fuck you love you mean it bye it wasn't even me that was Eddie but Pence. One, how were you unaware of that song? Eddie it's Pence been, was the one that made you listen to that the song. The last three years, it's been played everywhere ad nauseum. I don't care about that. My point is he's blaming me, and you're the one that said, oh, we got to listen to Blake Shelton. and uh, Blame the lady that asked for our most hated Christmas his songs. His girlfriend. That's, no, the, that's who was your choice. She should get the blame. Well, I'm supposed to make up one I don't like? Sweet gingerbread with Christmas. 
That's on Eddie. Oh, that's not on me. It's absolutely I was asked on you. what my most hated Christmas song was. I'm collateral damage. <laughs> I got fuck you'd because of a song that you don't like. No, I didn't say play it because I love it. I said I hate it. Fuck you, Eddie! <sighs> Just would like the record to wow, show. Not me. I'm not responsible I, for that. I was asked what my favorite, least favorite song was. I am responsible, however, for that fucking hippopotamus song, that goddamn song. <laughs> that song I can listen to. Oh, my God. It's the worst thing. It's people calling up in droves to support me, by the way. Well, that's too it bad. It makes them physically angry people when they wrong. listen to it. People are wrong sometimes. And then poor Chelsea. Hi, Ralph. This is Chelsea, four-star general from Tucson, Arizona. I don't normally sound like this, but there's a complete backstory, and it's because I lived your absolute worst nightmare. So I go to the dentist today, and I know how much you love the dentist. And as I'm laying there in the chair listening to the drill and the grinding as they're doing my fillings, what do I hear in the background but, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I'm like, well, son of a bitch, if Ralph was here, his head would explode. You're right. So I survived your worst nightmare. So LMB, happy holidays to you, Eddie, Steve, Olivia, Reggie, Carrie, everyone. Bye. Thank you, Chelsea. Wow. I think she, Chelsea was uh, numbed up. A little bit. Or was she self-medicating after the procedure? Maybe. She, she needs some flavonoids to uh, make her feel a little she better. She sounds like a little girl. She did pretty she good. She did a great impression, which chilled my blood. <laughs> you need to find that laser uh, dentist. To be in a dental chair while that song is playing? Held captive. That guy should lose his license. <laughs> that dentist should be shut down. Oh, fuck. First That's rule, funny. Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. The hippopotamus Oath. Oh, my God. <laughs> such an asshole. I know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we have been playing holiday happy hits here on the Ralph Report. Every show, we play upbeat music to make your day a little bit brighter. And because it's the holiday season, we've been playing some holiday classics. Not all of them have been winners. Some folks are going out of their way to request bad songs. <laughs> hey, Ralph, Ruben in Boston. Hey, if we're doing holiday happy hits, how about a little bit of Dominic the Donkey? Uh, and if you have it, wasn't there an Eddie remix of that of that song? If so, uh, dealer's choice. <laughs> all right, LMB. Dominic the Donkey. That's another one I like. Oh, my God. I like both of them. You know what? I'm beginning to think it's that because they both have that going yeah, it's on. very fun hippopotamus and dominic the donkey it's very childlike no yes it's very it's, fun it's like brain damage it's like it's that's what like music sounds damage. like when it's brain damaged after a blow to the head music sounds like anyway tis the season so we only got to play dominic the donkey once a year here you go reuben Happy holidays. Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Italian Christmas Donkey. La 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 la
has got a little friend, his name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey, you never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, jingity jing. <coughs> It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. <coughs> the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the mayor's derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, <coughs> it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, <coughs> the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. la. I resent the racist nature of that song, What? making a fun of the Italians with that cheap Italian right. accent he uses yeah, in that song. Uncalled for. I find that inconscionable. I I won't stand no, you shouldn't. for you shouldn't. that no. sort of treatment to Lowest my form of humor. Italian brothers and sisters, like Tracy, my good paisan yes. Tracy. I mean, she's it's oh, her people. It's her people making fun of. That's right. Twenty five percent won't stand for it. It's not right to make a fun like that. You make a people cry. To make them so sad. <sighs> Just think it's wrong. chingity ching, chingity ching. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Call me. Now it is time for us to pay tribute to folks who passed away on this day, December 15th. We look back at their lives and their legacies in a segment known as Hello, Death. Did you electrocute yourself or run into a shell? Hello, Death. Did you eat poison mold or just get old? Hello, Death. Did you fall from the sky? Ralph Garman will know why, even though you said goodbye. Hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. December 15th, the year is 1675. Jan Vermeer, legendary Dutch painter, one of the masters, passes away at the age of 43. Of all Vermeer's famous works, Eddie Pence, what is your favorite of all of his paintings? Oh, if God. you had to pick one, probably Mud Pie. <laughs> Not a no painting called Mud Pie. I made a painting called Mud Pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, want to know where that's hanging. It's on a toilet paper canvas. <laughs> <laughs> the lace maker, of course, one of his more famous <laughs> canvases. The lace maker. The lace maker. Uh, the pro Procurus, 
which is the depiction of a prostitute at work, oh, a very body work. Like in the act? Not in the act. No, but, but she's of, not at work. But she is. She's sort of, it's leading up to what they call mercenary love. The exchange right. of goods. It's not in the act, though. For services. Oh, okay. A uh, woman in blue reading a letter. That sounds a famous one. Dumb. The milkmaid. The milkmaid? The milkmaid. Hmm. Girl with a red hat. My titles are so much better than But these. this is the one he's known for best. It's one of the most famous paintings in the world, Eddie Pence. What? So I'm surprised you're not familiar with uh, Jan Vermeer's work. What is it? Girl with a pearl earring. Girl with a pearl earring. You've never heard of Girl with a Pearl Earring? They made a movie called Girl with the Pearl Earring. I saw the movie Girl with the Pearl Necklace. <laughs> I didn't see the pearl earring. Scarlett Johansson was in Girl with a Pearl Earring. I didn't see it. Famous book, famous movie, famous all inspired painting. by the painting. Oh, okay. Yes. He's a heavy hitter. Is he? A lot of heavy hitters today, like Mad Anthony Wayne. <laughs> mad? Did he go crazy? Uh, well, he was called Mad Anthony for his fiery personality and his military exploits. Oh. But he's a famous American Continental Army general. Oh. Brigadier general in the Continental Army. Died on this day in 1796. William Browser died in 1826 on this day. He was an American slave who was executed in New York City for participating in the murder of two ship's officers during a slave revolt aboard the ship the Decatur. Oh. Where is the, the self-defense in this particular case? How did you not get a lawyer who could get him off? You're literally being put into chains as a slave. Right. If you go up against your slavers, I no. think that's a wash. Well, yeah, but not back then. No, not back then. <laughs> sitting Bull. You've heard of Sitting Bull, I've heard Bull, of Sitting of Bull, yes. He's a heavy hitter. I'm familiar with his work. He was the Sioux chief who helped his people to victory in the Battle of Little Bighorn. Then he became a performer in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. He returned to his people in South Dakota to try to uh, help them as they rose up against the U.S. government. So naturally, he was uh, shot. Yeah. Can't, Can't have that. that. No. Can't have an uprising. We needed their land. The ghost dance movement was starting to get a uh, little action, and so they had to put it down, and so they put him down. Maggie L. Walker, African-American teacher and businesswoman. She was the first female bank president in the United States. Whoa. Died on this day in 1934. 1943. Talk about your heavy hitters. Fats Waller, one of the great American jazz singers and composers, died in 1943 at the age of 39. It's way too young. Yeah, it is. No one to talk with all by myself. No one to walk with, but I'm happy on the shelf. A misbehaving. Saving my love for you, for you, for you, for you. 1944, another musical heavy hitter. Glenn Miller, Ooh. band leader and jazz composer, died in a plane crash oh. at the age of 40. He was uh, flying overseas. Did you ever see the Glenn Miller story with yeah, Jimmy Stewart? I did. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, he came up with so many great songs. I loved the big band era. You you may find this hard to believe, but I went through a little bit of a big band phase. Not shocked at all. I would wear, uh, I would go to the thrift store and get wide lapel suits and wide ties. <laughs> and I kind of went through and a- And you walked out in public dressed this way? <laughs> yes. 
I went through sort of a big band '40s vibe kind of. You really thing. dressed your 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 fandom. I all would the time. Uh, I would uh, jitterbug. I could dance and do the whole thing. <laughs> I was influenced by that movie that I did, uh, The Prowler, where it took place in the 40s and they taught us how to jitterbug right, and we just, played that music. I was this like, is, I'm going to make I this like, a lifestyle. No, but I liked the music. And so I dabbled in it a little bit. The great Glenn Miller. <laughs> Now, when you committed to your different dress styles for your different things that you liked, uh -huh. did you commit fully for like that time period and that's all you wore was that? Or did you just break it out on occasion and dress that way? I would... Like when you were big band, did you dress big band for like nonstop all the time? Is that what your wardrobe was? Uh, no, I would tend to wear it out to parties. Social events? Those social events. So you didn't like, yeah. I'm going like I run to the store, let me throw on my... <laughs> didn't have to put a my suit on to go to the hardware store. Okay, no, just wondering. No. Ducktails, whatever you know, your suit with the ducktails, whatever. You know, what a conductor would wear. That's <laughs> just it's, it's tails. That's all it what is. Called? Not, there's no ducktails. Duck there's no no. Oh, that's that show. That's a show about Donald Duck's nephews. But they were called ducktails. No, they're not called. Well, they should tails. be. Well, they're not. See, I'm starting to listen now, and I'm catching all these things. <laughs> On this day in 1966, a gentleman named Walter Elias Disney passed away at the age of 65. Has there been one individual with a bigger influence on American pop culture than Walt Disney? Probably not. Maybe Stan Lee currently in this day and age? I would say Disney's probably bigger than the name Stan Lee. The name Disney itself? No, the name, itself. but in terms of the influence, in terms of how much impact he had on popular culture. Oh, I, I don't know. I would, I mean, as much as big as Disney I'm, with the theme parks and... And, uh, and eventually owning everything Stan Lee created. I mean, it's to yeah. the point like... And animation you know in terms of making it a, an acceptable art form i would say that i mean disney is synonymous with america in a way he is kind of died too young 65 i think yeah. he probably had some other stuff inside that head of his 1984 leonard pierce british actor our british listeners will know him best as granddad on only fools and horses died at the age of 69 frank spedding canadian chemist whose uranium extraction process helped make possible the first atomic bomb Died at the age of 82 on this day in 1984. Forrest Shackley, American chiropractor and founder of Shackley Products, hmm. died in 1985. Are you familiar with the Shackley products? I don't think so. Well, maybe it's pronounced Shakley. I don't, either one. Either one. It was one of these uh, pyramid scheme deals with the vitamins and stuff where you oh. got to get people to right. under you to sell. You get two people to buy shit to sell to four people. Oh, my God. Trickles I'm up. I'm glad this guy died. He didn't die soon enough. Those goddamn people. Uh, Rufus Thomas died on this day in 2001 at the age of 84. Another great musician. Without Rufus, Rufus Thomas, we don't have the funky chicken. You raise the left arm up and the right arm too. Let me tell you just what to do. Start to on the flapping. Start to feed the chicken. That's when you know you're doing the funky chicken. chicken uh, yeah. oral roberts american television evangelist died on this day in 2009 turns out he was a bit of a crook 
That's shocking. Who could see that coming? TV evangelist. That a TV a preacher would try to bilk people out of millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, shocking when that happens. He famously said in 1987 during a televised fundraising drive that if, he, if the audience didn't give him $8 million, God was going to call him home. Oh. God was going to take his life if they didn't give him money. Should have right taken there. him right there, right then. <laughs> Somebody should have helped him with that. Blake Edwards, American writer and film director. Died on this day in 2010. What a body of work on this guy, by yeah. the way. Let alone, just alone the Pink Panther movies. Right. But Victor Victoria and Breakfast at Tiffany's and 10 and SOB. I mean, the list goes on yeah. and on and on. Joan Fontaine, great British-American actress, sister of Olivia de Havilland, another famous actress. They hated each other, which is hilarious yeah. to me. Uh, they became the first siblings ever to win lead acting Academy Awards. Oh, I didn't know that. Joan Fontaine won for Hitchcock's Suspicion, making her the only actor to ever win an Academy Award by appearing in a Hitchcock film, interestingly. Huh. Uh, she died on this day in 2013 at the age of 96. All right, you know we do at this point. We find a food related to someone who passed away. We run it past Eddie Pence, see if it's something that he'd be interested in eating or even perhaps sticking up his ass and then pulling out. How do we do that? Well, we talk about the food, and then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Penn's jackpot slot machine. If the reels go round and round when they stop, they match. Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating. However, if they're mismatched, there's <laughs> <laughs> Dominic again. He's uh, not gonna. He's not gonna eat it. Son of a bitch. What? You don't even know yet. I you know. can't be mad at me yet. I know what's gonna happen. Here's today's food. It goes back to Charles Lawton, who passed away on this day in 1962. Charles Lawton, by the way, one of the greatest film actors ever. If you're not familiar with his work, you should be. I know he made old films in the 30s and 40s, and they're in black and white, but the performances are as, any, are as realistic and as grounded as anything you'll see in films today, especially, and in my opinion, it's one of the great performances ever on the screen. The Hunchback of Notre Dame that he plays opposite Maureen O'Hara in that film. Mm. Plays Quasimodo, the misshapen bell ringer of Notre Dame. And he's deaf and he's disfigured and he brings more humanity to that creature than Tom Hanks does in Forrest Gump. I never realized till now how ugly I am. And because you're so beautiful. Heartbreaking, that mm. performance. You got to check it out, kids. Anyway, uh, Charles Lawton died on this day in 1962 at the age of 63. He won the Best Actor in a Leading Role Oscar for his role as Henry VIII in The Private Life of Henry VIII. So naturally, our food turns to the great British monarch, Henry VIII. It's Charles Lawton's performance of uh, Henry VIII eating the big leg. Turkey leg. It, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's where we get that image oh, from. Is it? from that film. It was a very successful film. And so I'm all for turkey legs. Is that, is that the food? It's not the Damn food, it. no. But Henry VIII had a very impressive table. When you would dine with Henry VIII, yeah. as, as we all know, he loved his food. Mm -hmm. You would get fascinating foods that you could have, Eddie Pence. For example, you could eat cockentrice. 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 Three cocks. No. <laughs> cockentrice was a mythical beast that Henry VIII claimed to have killed on his land and would serve to people like the King of France. If he really wanted to impress someone, they would stitch together a pig and a capon 
They would sew them together and say, this is a cockentrice. This is a mythical beast that we captured and Because he's killed. king, everyone agrees. And, and we're dining on cockentrice tonight. <laughs> Everybody's like, ooh, you caught the, oh. the elusive cockentrice. Wow. Well done, your majesty. Wow. Yeah. That's absurd. Uh, he used to enjoy roasted swan. Yeah. I can't imagine eating a swan. Yeah, I mean, they don't I even can, look very meaty. It tastes like a bird, right? I suppose. Any, any other bird. Like a goose. A goose. But uh, we're going to talk about a food that was on his table, particularly at Christmas time. So it all ties in okay. together. It is the boar's head. The boar, as you know, is a very dangerous, deadly thing to try to kill out there in the woods. They got those big, long tusks and mm -hmm. whatnot. Mm -hmm. So uh, to have a boar's head on your table as the centerpiece at Christmas dinner was pretty much the, uh, the highest you could have. Yeah. I got big balls. When you're entertaining I people. I am able to tame the savage beast that is the boar, so I serve it to you, my guests, mm. as we celebrate Christmas. Here's how they would cook it. They, they would empty the boar's head out, so you don't have to worry about eating brains okay. or anything. They That's would scrape good. everything out. That's good. What about eyeballs? Then uh, the eyeballs are gone, Okay. Too. Then they would stuff it with pork meat, ox tongue, apples and herbs and then roast the whole thing but the way they garnish it is something that you always see in ca cartoons and stuff they would put an apple or orange into the boar's mouth okay see so you know the whole thing about putting an yeah. apple in the pig's mouth that's where this comes huh. from this tradition is still engaged in today in england at oxford university they have a big ceremony at christmas time and they With bring the boar's out head. the boar's head and they present it at the table, and it's a big And you deal. eat the stuff that you put into the brain? Yeah. With the brain cavity? You, they fill the head with meat right. and spices and herbs, and then you eat what's inside the boar's Are head. Are you eating the, the face? You, this isn't like a goat's head or whatever, where you have right. to pick away at the face. No, yeah, this is just... You're it's just cheek and forehead. It's used as a vessel to hold the meat. The meat. And then, you know, yeah. I'm sure it helps. It's roasted in there. You probably get some head flavor. <laughs> <laughs> in your meat you know you what, want what, some nice heady flavor what's the meat again. that's packed in there again uh, Just one pork more ox tongue herbs and apples okay packed into the boar's head for a merry merry christmas let's find out if eddie could dine with henry the eighth at the holiday season by pulling the handle here we go one boar's head two boar's head three Ew. no come on don't think so i would love that's a that's a manly meal not a manly you meal. Dig into a boar's it's a head. Poor little animal's head. You're well done, sire. You have severed the head of the beast, and he tonight we shit. shall dine upon it. Somebody else did it. Well played, your majesty. I tip my cap to thee. Oh my God. You'd be sucking up to the king. I might get into a medieval England phase. I might start dressing. Please do. <laughs> Wear robes and shit. Tights. Big chalices of wine. Tights and pantaloons yes. and bodices. Waistcoats, <laughs> big, big plume. Carry a scepter plume around. Plume in my hat. Good morrow to you, sir. Please, please do this. <laughs> It'd be like a Ren Fair all the time around my house. <laughs> well, what a surprise. Eddie Pence no. disappoints us Thank once you. again by not digging into the boar's Don't head. Want ox tongue. Would you eat boar's head deli meat? It's the brand of deli meat. I've as had well. boar's head deli meat. Yeah, I'm sure you have. But Take the easy way out. Yeah. I'm fighting in the woods with the rest of the You're nuts. You're not fighting with anything. What ho, good sir. How dare you cast dispersions upon my You're knightly You're stitching hood. together the cock and thrice. I will thrice. be satisfied. Duels at dawn with thine and thee. <laughs> they didn't have guns back then, did they? Duel with a sword, oh, you knave. Right. 
Get upon your steed and pick up thy lance. Oh, joust. We shall joust at dawn. Can do it in the afternoon. Not a morning person. <laughs> that's Eddie Pence. And that's Hello Death. Hello Death. You're dead now. So shut up. Yeah. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which get you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Steve Ashton could be a, a lord. Oh, he could. Yeah. Lord Steve Ashton. Lord Ashton. Lord Ashton. Lord Ashton, I beg unto thee, allow me to slay this knave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to pretend. Is it? Let's take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Ah, sad news. Canadian rocker Les Emerson has passed away from COVID-19 at oh. the age of 77. Man. He was uh, one of the founders and lead singer for a band called Five Man Electrical Band. And how appropriate that we are saying goodbye to him on a one-hit wonder Wednesday because his band, Five Man Electrical Band, did have one international hit in the early 1970s. Perhaps you've heard it. The song is called Signs. And the signs said, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. He said, you look like a fine, upstanding young man. I think you do. So I took off my hat. I said, imagine that. Familiar with that song? Yeah. Well, you'll be happy to know that Lee Emerson, before he passed away, did go the route of Bobby Boris Pickett. Oh, no. And re-recorded oh, signs, no. this time to raise awareness for global climate change. Oh, good. Good call. It's called Signs for Change. All right. And it is actually much better than what <laughs> than the, the climate mash that Bobby Boris Pickett did. But I thought it was interesting that he also revisited oh. his one hit. And the signs said the whole world's changing, temperatures on the rise. Some people say they still won't believe it till they see it with their own two eyes. Well, you better take a look around you. The evidence is everywhere. The global warming is just another one of the chaos that's waiting out there. Hey! Science, science, we gotta read the signs. The planet that we're living on is yours and mine. And if we wanna keep it alive, we gotta read the signs. It's sort of a We Are the World yeah. with Canadian singers. That's good, though. Yeah, it's not Bobby Moore's picket. No, like, no. But I'm just, I just thought it was interesting. He went back to the well. You got to go back to your hit. I guess you got to to get people to pay attention, right? 
wonder if O.J. Simpson's going to go back to his greatest hits. Oh, no. He is now a free man. I don't know if you saw this or not, but his parole was ended early this week. Oh, so week. He's, he's all done. He is free and clear. Wow. He is now free to go out there and hunt down the, the real murderers. Really find him this time. I hope he's able, because now he can leave the state of Nevada where yeah. he was in prison for uh, holding a guy up yes. to steal his own sports memorabilia back, right. if you remember. A grown man needs that. Yeah. it. Uh, he's just awful. He's a peach. He is just awful. And I just, I... <laughs> hey, you know, there are discrepancies absolutely in the justice system between um, colors and and sexes. And I think everybody who bitches about that stuff has a legitimate complaint. Mm-hmm. But it really comes down to money. If you're rich enough, yeah. that's when you seem to get just the best justice in terms of getting that's, off. I mean, that's the real divide in this that's country more than anything. Is yeah. They would like us to play against each other in, in other arenas, but the truth is... Yeah. It's really I mean, the other things are de- valid arguments, definitely, but yeah. the real divide is money. If he hadn't been rich and famous, there's no way no. this happens. No, no way. This was scary. Flava Flav in the news. Yeah, boy! He was on a road trip from Vegas to L.A. when he was driving along uh, Latuna Canyon and a giant boulder came down the hill and crashed into his car. Oh, my God. Landed on the hood of his car. Another feat, it would have gone either through the windshield or on the roof of his car. We wouldn't have Flava Flava We would not. No. If that had happened. Tragic. Luckily, uh, Flava is uh, still with us. He said after the accident, Yeah, boy! That's all. (laughs) Immediately after the accident. Immediately. Billie Eilish. Did you watch any of Billie Eilish on Saturday Night Live? No. She did a really good did job. Did she? That's good. Really That's good. good. I like her more now than I ever have. Okay. Really funny in some sketches. Do you have a sense of humor about herself? Very much so. Well, that's good. She was charming and she can sing and can act and it made, landed jokes hmm. like a pro. Really? I was really impressed. Timing and everything. Really impressed hmm. by what she did on that show. She was recently on the Howard Stern Show and she was doing an interview and she was talking about how much she hates porn. Why? Well, Eddie, she consumed too much of it as an 11-year-old. Oh, that's and a bit she early. she feels like it has affected her uh, mentally and also when it comes to her own sexuality and has been a negative in her relationships with, with other people. How did she get so much porn at 11? That's my question. I mean, of course I, it's going to damage you because at 11 you can't deal with no. what pornography is meant for, which is supposed to be fantasy and eroticism right you have to have some sort of uh, knowledge of that world before you start thinking that's the way it's yeah. supposed to be because it's not it's middle it's early middle school seventh grade that's sixth grade sixth grade that's crazy 11 year old yeah, 11 grade. year old is sixth grade. that's crazy yeah my uh, my olivia is 11 years that's old. too yeah i can't imagine so this isn't but she talks about how awful porn is in the interview and that's fine she has an opinion on it but really the failure here is in parenting it's not about pornography yeah because, and and by the way, you shouldn't have, she said she watched it constantly and it was an enormous amount of, of, of porn influencing her life and that's not healthy for anyone. No, no, not at all. But it seems like we're missing the point here that children shouldn't be watching it. No, where's her parents in this whole thing? I have no idea, but I bet they're a couple of winners. Wow. Speaking of sex, Keanu Reeves is cool with people playing the game Cyberpunk 2077 and having sex with his avatar. <laughs> Well, this is a video game, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? I'm familiar 2077? with the game, yes. yes. Uh, there is a character named Johnny Silverhand, who is voiced by Keanu Reeves in the game, and is designed to look just like him. Mm-hmm. 
and there was a glitch apparently in the programming that would let players have sex with that character. <laughs> a glitch. A glitch. Just accident. Well, apparently it was because once the uh, manufacturers found out about it, they shut down the modification so that you can't have sex That's with too bad. Johnny Silverhand anymore. Uh, but his counter says he's fine with it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's always nice when that's nice, he said. <laughs> and he also says he'd be happy for fans to have virtual sex with him if that was a possibility. He said, think of how much money there is in porn. You could do that thing. What's that called right now? For members only? I think he means only fans. Only fans? fans? Yeah. For members only. Oh, that's a jacket. <laughs> those, were, those were bad jackets we wore in the 80s, Keanu. But he said you could put on a, like a suit, a motion capture suit, yeah. and they could recreate you in a virtual world. He said he'd be fine with that. Right. So it's very progressive. That's what, we, that's what he wants. Go for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, have you played Cyber, Cyberpunk 27? I have, yes. yes. My goodness. I didn't know you were such a gamer. I'm not a huge gamer, but I've dabbled. I dabble in the world. I've, I've never really played video games oh, in general. Yeah. I'm not, I've always been like a, not a, it's a part-time thing. I don't, I'm not a big gamer, but I, I play occasionally. No, I don't need another reason to sit down in front of a screen. <laughs> I know if I play, I will love it, and then uh, that will be another chunk of my life that yeah. I'll never get well, back. I get more joy now playing video games with my kid. Yeah, that makes That's sense. That's how I do it now. Hey, Shakira's going to be hosting a brand new dancing competition series for NBC. Oh, thank God. Finally, someone has brought a dancing competition reality show. More competition shows. To television. Thank God. This one's called Dancing With Myself. Okay. And this is based on the uh, TikTok phenomenon, oh, Eddie. Gross. You know how they do the dances, and then you yeah. have to get the dance, and then you have to master it yourself, yeah. and then you put up your TikTok, and look at me, I'm also doing the dance that's very popular it's right very now. very stupid. So they're going to take contestants, isolate them in a room uh -huh. with the dance video, and then they have to come out and compete against each other to show who can do the dance better. This is fucking dumb. Sounds fucking unwatchable. This is fucking stupid. Mm. But it's TikTok. I joined TikTok. Oh, you son of a bitch. I haven't done anything with it. I haven't posted anything. I just you joined. You bastard. I haven't done you anything. Fiend. I have one follower. You've, been, you've joined. The, Zero posts. You've joined the evils. <laughs> now China has all my info. The Wrestler? Yes. Oh. C-H-Y-N-A. Oh, Eddie on TikTok. Yeah. Everybody follow Eddie Pence Eddie underscore Pence. Eddie underscore Pence. I couldn't even Pence. get my real name. That's a, that's a long title. You have to spell out underscore? Yes. Oh, wow. Because the just, underscore was taken. should have just used that little line. <laughs> it's so much better. And I hate this, too. This is another thing I hate. Yeah. I love the character of Zorro. One of my favorite characters. Is it? Love the Antonio Banderas mm -hmm. films. Love the original with uh, Guy Williams, the old Disney series. Yeah. Because think about it. Zorro is the OG Batman. He's yeah. a rich guy who pretends to be a society softy. Yes. And then he puts on a black mask and goes out and fights. He's got a cave. Bad guy. He's got a cave. Yeah. It's, he's Batman. Yes, Batman. Basically. And so I was waiting for someone to do a new take on Zorro, and they just announced it this week. That's going to happen. Really? And the bad news is it's Wilmer Valderrama. As the new Zorro. Who's Wilmer Valderrama? Fez from the popular That 70s Show. Oh, really? Yes. That's weird. Right? Why? Are they make it what? And he's a douche in real life. He's a douche as well. What? Why are they doing that? I don't know, but he's going to be playing uh, Zorro, and they're going to be doing it as a telenovela, apparently. And so uh, that's, well, that's not going to be any good. That's how we're getting our new Zorro. That's no good. That's such a great piece of IP. Why would I you do know. that? I know. Do it right. 
people. Mm -hmm. Wilmer Valderrama as Zorro. How scared! Take a look today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on December 15th. Drummer Dave Clark of the Dave Clark Five is 79. Very uh, unique situation, the Dave Clark Five, because he was the drummer. The band was named after him, but he didn't do any of the singing. He had uh, other guys sing. He hmm. just played the drums. Very rare when a drummer gets to call the yeah. band after himself. And I'll be like Actor Don Johnson, 72 years old today. Melanie Chartoff, who was on the show Fridays, and then Parker Lewis Can't Lose, one of the voices of Rugrats, 71 years old. Julie Tamer, Broadway director, brought us The Lion King. She's 69. She also brought us Spider-Man, Turn the Lights Off on oh. Your Way Out, or whatever oh. that, that disaster was called. So let's not give her too much credit. Ouch. Garrett Wang from Star Trek Voyager is 53. Helen Slater. Who was Supergirl? Yeah. Oh, man. I had a crush on yeah. her. She was a Billy Jean. Remember Billy Jean? The legend, legend of Billy Jean. Yeah. What's fair is fair. That movie had everything. What's fair is fair. Uh, Helen Slater later went on to play Supergirl's mother in the new Supergirl oh, yeah. over there on the CW. Stuart Townsend is 49 years old today. Adam Brody, formerly of the OC and many quality programs, is uh, 42. Michelle Dockery of Downton Abbey is 40. Maud Apatow, who somehow scored a role in the film, knocked up. Hmm. She's currently That's in shocking. TV's Euphoria. She's 42 years old today. And bassist Paul Simonin, Simonin, Simonon, Simon, Simonon, Simonon. Anyway, basis for the clash. He's 66 today. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And he's back. Missed him last week. Steve Ashton returning once again, our UK correspondent, to bring us all the news from across the pond. It's time for the UK update. Oh, Steve. 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 Steve Ashton. Oh, Ralph, you're the man who makes flavonoids look like Flavor Flav. <laughs> oh, that should be taste. Tastes like flavor, flavor. I guess. Oh yeah. Hey, real quick, the lady who was uh, came up on on Tuesday, I think it was, who's asking about least favorite Christmas songs. Yes, I've whittled it down to three because I'm not a big fan. Um, um, Dreaming of a White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Fuck that. Really? Um, no, come on. No, it's so fucking. It's like maudlin, and it's a bit depressing for me. Um, but although most songs are, um, I believe, <laughs> I, I believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake. Uh-huh. Do you like, do you know that one? I do, yeah. I love ELP. Kind of orchestral. I love that song. Yes. Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Hate that. Um, and also Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. 
somehow I knew that would be on your short list. Because <laughs> it's in the, it's just in that Paul McCartney. The, oh, I love Paul McCartney, but, it, but it's all I hate about Paul McCartney in that song summed up. And um, oh yeah, just real quick as well before we get into it. Sorry, I mean, we've not spoke for a couple of weeks, so I've got lots to catch up on. Have you seen that movie, The Power of the Dog, on Netflix? Uh, no, I have not. I'm not having Benedict Cluster Twat as a hardened cattleman in 1920s Montana. <laughs> not having it, huh? I am not having it. But it, it would be like having Daniel Ratcliffe as anything, frankly. <laughs> so I'm not having that. And it's it's supposed to it's gonna win loads of awards because it's such a powerful before. I'm not having it's Benedict. Clumber twatch. Anyway, um, hey, effeminate broken chemical toilet cordon is in the news. <laughs> now, uh, mystery, mystery this week has surrounded the future of James Corden's television production company that makes his crappy show. Now, documents show that Fullwell 73 Productions, LLP, is being dissolved. May I just say how ironic it is that Corden's company is called Fullwell. <laughs> now, it's the uh, umbrella company to Fullwell 73, uh, 73's three other firms, one of which is also being dissolved, presumably called Type 2. <laughs> <laughs> or coronary problems later in life. I don't know. Well, anyway, the company's latest accounts, which relate to 2019, show it had a turnover of guess how much? Oh, boy. In, in pounds. Pounds. Okay. Um, 13 million pounds. 25.5 million. Wow. And a profit of 11.5. Now, sources close to the company, which was formed by uh, Corden's longstanding friend for 18 years, Ben Winston, described the move to dissolve the firm as a procedural technicality with the Her Majesty's Revenue Company. Uh, HMRC, which relates to accounts filed and delays due to complexities of COVID accounting, or a less technical uh, name for it would be a tax dodge. <laughs> there have been rumours circulating in the show business industry that there's been a falling out between some of the business partners. However, sources close to Corden downplayed the suggestion, saying there'd been no row. Now, most recently, the company was behind Adele's two programs, one on each side of the Atlantic earlier this year, or a couple of weeks ago, in fact. And they also made the Friends reunion. Wow. Which, if you remember, Corden fronted to many people's surprise. Yes. Now it all now comes, we know that makes why. sense. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get his sweating balloon-like fucking boat race on the Adele shows as well. <laughs> Be like, I'm, I'm going to introduce my friend Adele and do some songs with her. Fucking <laughs> glomming on twat. Hey, let's talk about some beautiful, talented, well-deserving people for, for a change of pace. Nice, normally, refreshing. What I no yeah, what I normally talk about. Future victim of being typecast, Tom, Tom Holland is in the news. <laughs> What's up with Spider-Man? He's going to age out. Don't you worry about that. Um, celeb couple of the moment, Zendaya. Is it Zendaya? Zendaya, Zendaya yes. Zendaya. And Tom Holland have addressed a relationship stereotype that they found themselves embroiled in amid reports over their height difference. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they appeared on Sirius XM Town Hall where they spoke about the new Spider-Man movie and host Jessica Shaw asked the couple about their visible height difference during the on-screen kiss in the film before Tom chimed in, dismissing the notion that it shouldn't even be a thing. He said, no, we're not that much taller. 
Uh, let's just put this out there. Uh, maybe like an inch or two at best. It's not like people say, how do you kiss this guy? It must have been so difficult. <laughs> this is normal, Zendaya agreed. Uh, my mom is taller than my dad. My mom's taller than everyone. I've honestly never thought of it as a thing because my parents were always that way. Uh, the pair agreed that such comments were inherently misogynistic and problematic, adding that it was a stupid assumption that it would even be an issue. Hmm. Have you ever been out with a tall girl, Ralph? Um, not taller than me, no. Right. I went out with this girl once, right, who was six foot one, and I'm just shy of five foot ten if I really stick my neck up. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm not saying this about their relationship, but for me... There were two things that used to bother me. One is holding hands. How <laughs> so? Because I'd have to angle my hand up rather than down. And it felt like I was walking with my mum. And why I used to get what could only be described as a mild panic attack when I saw her wearing anything with a heel. Oh, yeah because it accentuated the difference, right? So, look, this was 20 years ago, and I'd like to think that that wouldn't stop me having a relationship nowadays. What stops me now is both my personality and looks. <laughs> anyway, look, I've got to go now, Ralph. I'm actually getting ready. This is a special announcement. I'm getting oh. ready for yeah special project that I'm doing. I'm going to keep my powder dry in the specifics, but I do need the Garmy's help. All right. If you're anywhere near Cordon's house, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> now, I need as many people as possible to send me a short, and I mean short like a three-second clip of themselves swaying gently from side to side. Now, it will be used over some with some music over it, obviously. So please send that to me just to recap. Literally a three-second clip of you swaying from side to side as if you're listening to a lovely song. Um, so hmm. real quick on, yeah, real do it real quick on your phone. Email it to Steve at the Ralphreport.com if you'd like to be part of a very special little Christmas kind of project. All right. Anyway, look, uh, if you can do that between now and Friday, that'd be tremendously helpful. But I'll talk to you again on Friday. Once again, Steve asking you to send just two or three second videos of you swaying back and forth gently to Steve at the Ralph <laughs> It's for a project he's working on, Eddie. It's not some weird fetish he's got. I don't know. He's building something for all him. of us to enjoy. Okay, good. So it's worthwhile. And uh, just before you send us any angry emails or anything, uh, Steve and I looked it up after our conversation, and it is Zendaya not Zendaya, so we were wrong when we recorded that, but we, we know better now, and you, it's don't, too late. you don't need emails to... emails are already sent. You don't need to correct us. We understand her name is Zendaya, no. and we will never make that mistake they, again. They pause immediately and send the email. You know that, right? <laughs> know. They don't listen to the show and then go back and send the email. I know they do. <laughs> too late. Right now, there's scads of... <laughs> Patreon comments on the Patreon right. page. They pause and then comment. Uh, dummy, it's Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> Here's a link to the clip where she talks about it. All right. Hey, you know what day it is? It's Wednesday around here. That means we take a look at a one-hit wonder. It's a one-hit wonder. One-hit wonder. One-hit wonders. It's a very common tale. It is indeed. And it's time for another holiday one-hit wonder 
This is one of my favorites. This is near and dear to me because this was my dad's favorite Christmas song. Mm. And you know, I lost him recently. So this put a big smile on my face. Um, this never hit the top 10 in the charts, but it is a popular Christmas song that comes around every year. So I thought it certainly uh, was a valid choice by Steve, who called in requesting this. It's by a band called Vince Vance and the Valiants. They are a novelty music group from New Orleans, Louisiana. Vince Vance is a character that's portrayed by musician Andy Stone. He's the only permanent member of the group. Everyone else is sort of uh, cobbled around him when he plays live or records. He had a minor novelty hit in 1980 during the Iran uh, hostage crisis yep. that was played on Dr. Demento and shows mm -hmm. like that. Here was his first flirt with some success as a musician. Bam, 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 Iran. Bam, 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 Iran. Yeah. <laughs> Not helpful. Nope. Not really. <laughs> So then years later, 1989, he released this Christmas song. It wasn't a, an immediate hit, but it has become a perennial favorite, especially on the country charts. And we don't do a lot of country music here, but uh, this tune, certainly you'll hear it this time of year. Steve called in asking for it. Ralph, hey, Steve and PV checking in again for One Hit Wonder Wednesday. And this is a special holiday edition. Yoho, Odie, and Hey there, Steve and the crew, especially Carrie. Ralph, this one probably doesn't fit the criteria, and I admit that right up front, but it is one that I hear every year and still enjoy every year. It has the same title as the Mariah Carey one, All I Want for Christmas is You, but it's a very different song. Vince Vance and the Valiants was a band out of New Orleans. Uh, in 1993, they put this song out. There's a music video that goes along with it, which is kind of funny story. The girl that's in the video is not the girl singing it. She's lip syncing. The girl that sings it is Lisa Lane, who was in The Valiance, but didn't, based on what the video shows, it, her being the love interest of Vince Vance, <laughs> didn't want that to be out there because she thought that people would run with that. So she's actually in the video at the perfume counter to the left with red hair, if you look at the video. But um, it did make and has, ever since it came out, the top country list every year since it's been released. And I still love this song. So Vince Vance and the Valiant, All I Want for Christmas is You. Hope you agree. L&B. Bye. Steve doing my job for me, wow. though, by the way. Whole rundown. Dropping Man. all kinds of knowledge. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. <laughs> glad somebody else got that. I'm sick. I'm the one getting it all the time. <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is You. Yes, indeed, has the same title as the most popular Christmas song in history, but it's equally good. And as I mentioned, my dad loved this song so much. Kelly Clarkson released a version of it in uh, 2020 as well, which is also excellent. Here it is. All I Want for Christmas is You. Silver bell. 
and the Valiants. All I want for Christmas is you. You all right? Yeah, I'm coughing for some reason. <laughs> thought you were getting choked up over there. No, no. It's just, I thought you wanted a slow dance or something, and you were, no, you were just, disappointed I didn't ask well, you. It's a kind of, we just sort of sat there awkwardly and stared at each other. Just, I don't know what's going on. I see your <laughs> I body convulsing. I, I was, swallowed, and it went down the wrong hole. You swallowed your tongue the way you were <laughs> bouncing around there. I said, I'm going to have to give him mouth to mouth. And they already drank all my water oh, that no. you gave me. Oh, so no. Just, what are we going to do? I'm okay now. You sure? But I was trying not to cough during the song. I got you. There's no cough button in this studio. <laughs> well, I respect your <laughs> self-control. <sighs> don't scare me like no, that. Jeez. You should get a cough button. Should we? You should invest in a cough button. I'll do that. That's Thank you. my first purchase in 2022. <laughs> there you go. That's today's one-hit wonder, holiday one-hit wonder. Steve, thanks for the suggestion and for uh, the memory of my dad calling me up saying, who sings that song, All I Want for Christmas is You? I was like, it's Mariah Carey, Dad. No, it's not. It's called All I Want for Christmas is You. It was like, who's on first? <laughs> we had a screaming match. For That's about, Mariah about, Carey. It's, the woman's name is Mariah Carey, That I listened to that one. It's not the song. It's called All I Want for Christmas. All right. So we That's maddening. We eventually got it settled. And that's today's One Hit Wonder. It's the One Hit Wonder! One Hit Wonder! One Hit Wonders. It's a very common tale. That's it for today's show, kids. Come on back and join us tomorrow because it's a Thursday, and that means Ralph Sex University, a very special Ralph Sex University tomorrow. Ooh. As promised, I finally had a chance to test out the Baldo. Good for you. Over the weekend. I don't have a willing partner. I bet you don't. <laughs> You don't want to mess with those Italian girls. You no. know, there's fiery tempers. 25% of them are just angry. That's right. The other 75% doesn't care, but that 25% overrides everything. So uh, I will share with you my personal experience with the Baldo. Oh, okay. And not for nothing, but uh, we recorded the event as well. So you'll be able to. Oh, interesting. You'll be able to hear the uh, the Baldo in Do action. Do you give a play-by-play? I try to to narrate as things go along. You want to paint a picture with words, yes, as they of course. Say, yes, in the business. So uh, all that tomorrow on Ralph Sex <laughs> University. But in order for you to join us, you got to take care of yourself first. Please do what you need to do. 
Vax up, mask up, boost up. Stay good in the hood. Need to keep a little social distance? It's it's okay now. Everybody's used to it. Stay sweet at six feet. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We love you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, love you, mean it. Bye. <laughs> 